Welcome to OECD Podcast, where policy meets people. In 2015, the United Nations adopted 17 Sustainable Development Goals. Quite simply, what this means is that if we organize our society and economy to meet these goals, we can provide for the needs we have now without sacrificing things like clean water and clean air that our grandchildren or great-grandchildren will need decades down the road. The Sustainable Development Goals set out targets on things like eradicating poverty, progressing on climate action, and making our cities and communities sustainable all over the world by 2030. Sustainable cities are key to the survival of our future generation because one half of the world's population already live in cities now. And cities produce half of global waste, 80% of greenhouse gas emissions, and over 70% of energy-related carbon emissions. I'm Claire Young, and I'm delighted to talk to Ashok Sridharan, who's been the mayor of the city of Bonn in Germany since 2015. Bonn is part of the OECD's Champion Mayor Initiative for Inclusive Growth, and we'll be talking about what Bonn is doing to turn itself into a sustainable city. So thanks for speaking to us, Ashok. Thank you for inviting me. I'm going to begin with the question that is on everybody's mind, which is the COVID-19 pandemic and how it's radically changed some very fundamental things. What effect has it had on Bond's climate change agenda? Well, not only on Bond's climate change agenda, I think all the cities and all the organizations dealing with climate change, with sustainability, resilience, um, they were hit by the pandemic because many of the meetings, many of the conferences couldn't take place. Also, we do have the target to be climate neutral latest in 2035. It needs, of course, preparation. And during the pandemic, it is quite difficult to do in-person meetings. So we had to fix new structures with video conferences, telephone conferences, and meetings with the people not in the same office, which took a while. It, it was a challenge, but I think we managed it quite well. We are on our way to climate neutrality in 2035. So you've sorted out the logistics and uh, you're well on your way now. Yes, indeed. Now, air pollution seems to be emerging as a factor that make people more vulnerable to the COVID-19 virus. And that's something that's been an issue for Bonn, right? Yes, it's an issue for Bonn, but I think we do have quite clean air here in Bonn. Many people who work in Bonn, they do not live in Bonn. So uh, we do have to see the area. We do have the Rheinsieg County surrounding the city of Bonn. And um, we do have 100,000 people coming to Bonn for work daily, on a daily basis. And um, unfortunately, many of them uh, come with their own uh, motor-driven vehicles. And that's why we are improving our public transport system. We are improving our bike lane system. We do have fare bikes, uh, for example, since 2018. We do have a new station within the center of our working quarter in our city. We do have to improve this even more. We are going to have a much more dense public transport system and um, we are building new bike lanes within our city and also to our neighbor cities in the Rheinsieg County. But we are also looking for new 
means to face this challenge. Um, for example, an aerial railway. We are considering to build an aerial railway crossing the Rhine to improve the system and to make it more attractive for all those people who are using today their own car. Now, to work on this aerial train system, you would have to be working very closely with the surrounding counties. That's always a challenge, uh, those kinds of synergies. How is that going? Well, this aerial system is uh, first and foremost within our city boundaries. Um, it's just in the city of Bonn, in the, uh, from, from the right side of the Rhine, from the east side of the Rhine to the left side of the Rhine. And we do have um, a very big hospital. It's our university hospital, and it's on the top of a hill here in Bonn. And um, therefore, we considered to build an aerial railway from this hospital, from this big hospital with um, a couple of thousand employees, medicians and, and um, uh, people who are working in the care business and um, to get from there to the other side of the Rhine, we believe that the aerial rail system will be very helpful. Now, how has it been like dealing with things like budgets and regulations across different levels of government? Well, we get uh, allowances because otherwise many things would not be possible. And we get allowances from the state of Nordrhein-Westphalia uh, and also from the Federal Republic of Germany. The law was just altered because aerial railways were not able to be supported by the state government or the federal government. But since uh, January this year, this is possible. We think that we can get the decision of our city council, approval of our city council in the first half of the next year. So by allowances, you mean uh, planning permission? No, allowances, uh, financial means. Okay. I mean financial means. Uh, the, we get um, uh, quite a lot of financial means from the state of North Rhine-Westphalia and okay. um, the federal government. Okay. Bonn has set as its goal a carbon emissions level of 111 tons by 2030. But right now, 64% of your electricity is generated from oil and gas, natural gas. What is Bonn's strategy? Well, that's not uh, absolutely accurate because um, I think you're looking on Bonn and the Rhein-Sieg County. Our uh, electricity provider uh, provides 70% um, renewable energy to all households. And uh, you can also get 100% renewable energy, which is a bit more expensive. So 70% um, is um, very good in Germany compared to other cities in Germany and other energy suppliers. But nevertheless, we have to improve this as well. We are working with uh, solar energy, with wind energy, and with water energy. But wind and solar is the best. And we, for example, we do have an, an energy agency, uh, which is there for the citizens of Bonn. They can go there and ask, uh, does it make sense to get uh, solar things on my roof? And it's the same with uh, renewable energy. We do have geothermic um, heating, for example, which is possible, which makes sense in some parts of our city, not in all parts of our city. And these are fields uh, where cooperation with our neighbor county, with our neighbor municipalities 
um, absolutely makes sense because um, if we produce clean energy, um, we can spread it not only within our city boundaries, but also um, for our neighbors. Bonn has been very successful on the biodiversity front. And uh, I think it's about 60% of your land in your region is protected. Can you tell us more about that, how you've managed to be so effective on, on, in that area? Well, Bonn is an area which the Romans came here more than 2,000 years ago. It's an area with many forests, with many parks. We want to um, try to not use the green land for our buildings. Uh, that's why we consider to um, get more high buildings, for example, to save the nature we do have. And we are a very green city. So you're thinking about building Bonn up vertically because um, your population is also growing. And so there's always that trade-off between keeping land green as well as providing affordable housing. Exactly. We are a growing city. Um, we do have now 330,000 inhabitants um, from, as I mentioned, 180 nations, and we are still growing. And that's why we have to consider um, new plans uh, concerning housing, but also concerning um, new offices. And we want to bring this together to avoid additional traffic and to bring together working, living, schooling, kindergartens, um, shopping, so that the people are here and um, do have very short distances from home to office and um, to the shops and to the kindergarten and to the school. That uh, reminds me of, of something that we've been hearing about lately, which is the 15-minute city. I know that Paris um, is modeled on that, on that idea. Are there any cities with sustainable development goals, plans, that you are looking at in particular? Well, we are cooperating um, with ECLEI. ECLEI is an NGO and uh, dealing really only with sustainability and resilience. ECLEI stands for Local Governments for Sustainability and uh, is a global network of cities, municipalities, regions um, with uh, approximately 1,800 members. We also have uh, some project partnerships with uh, cities in the global south, with Cape Coast in Ghana, for example, we had projects concerning the renaturation of a lagoon. Um, we do have a partner city in, in China, which is Chengdu, um, where we change thoughts, exchange thoughts concerning sustainable tourism. Um, we do have a partnership with La Paz in Bolivia. Um, where we had uh, projects concerning um, weather forecast and uh, resilience concerning heavy rains. So we are working together, we are learning from each other, and we are exchanging our ideas and thoughts. Why is Bond's participation in OECD's Champion Mayors for Inclusive Growth been so important? I think the membership, the champion mayors, is very important because we have to be the front runners for uh, the stop of the climate change, for resilience and for sustainability. And if we exchange thoughts, if we exchange ideas on that level, I think um, we could give a really good example for all the other mayors uh, around the world um, to also engage themselves in this field. Are businesses actively involved in, bar, in Bond's carbon transition strategy? 
Yes, of course, because it doesn't work without the businesses and it doesn't work without the people. That's why we had to involve them. We have a new project um, which is called JobWart. Um, in German, JobWarts. Um, we are cooperating with the uh, great employers here in Bonn and they get, for example, um, they get uh, bikes, electric bikes, pedelecs, um, they get push bikes um, to um, invite their employees to use the bikes instead of a motor-driven car. And um, these are the things we are considering, but we are also considering to, um, to, to, to make home office um, more practical um, um, with our digital means we have and um, with e-fleets, uh, for example, and uh, especially Deutsche Post DHL are front runners concerning e-vehicles. Um, they they uh, have an own e-vehicle um, to deliver their, uh, their, their posts, for example. Uh, we've seen with the pandemic that working from home has been essential and will that be continuing and are firms supporting that? I hope so. We have doubled our home office um, capacities during the pandemic. We have a very strong IT sector here in Bonn and uh, many of them worked from home because um, maybe they had their children at home and um, I would like to support that this continues also after the pandemic your father uh, was a diplomat. Did you grow up uh, talking about politics, you know, around the dinner table? How did you get into local politics? My father was working for the Indian Embassy. He came here in 1957 because he was working for the Indian Embassy. And then he met my mother. So he uh, left the Indian Embassy and uh, went to Air India. And uh, my mother was working for Lufthansa, so uh, we were an airline family. We talked about politics uh, because I was always interested in politics. Bonn is the former capital of the Federal Republic of Germany, so I grew up in the former capital and I met uh, politicians uh, almost daily. And uh, so I was very early interested in politics. How did I got into politics? I studied law. I was mostly interested in public law, um, so in administration, public administration, in legislation and all this stuff. And uh, after my first exam, I worked uh, for um, a member of parliament who was the head of the legal um, wing of the Christian Democrats. And mm -hmm. uh, so I came into politics and um, I'm still there. What's the role that you see cities like Bonn and regions uh, having, so at the local level, uh, on a global issue like climate change? I think uh, that um, without cities, climate change or sustainability will not be reached. We do need uh, the cities because that's where the people live. That's where the things are been done and therefore I am very thankful to uh, Patricia Espinosa, the Executive Secretary of the Climate Secretariat of the United Nations because she invited cities and regions to the COP and um, I think this is very important and should be even more important for the future. We should be on every table when 
there are meetings, when uh, there are discussions concerning sustainability and resilience, because we are the ones who can get it done and we are the ones who are prepared to support whenever we can. And we can and we want to. Well, thank you very much for speaking to us, Ashok. Thank you, Clara, for this opportunity. It's a pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for listening to OECD Podcasts. I'm Clara Young. To find out more about what we've been talking about, read the OECD's report, A Territorial Approach to the Sustainable Development Goals in Bonn. It comes out in October. To listen to other OECD podcasts, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and soundcloud.com slash OECD.